superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Coming up. Coming up. This is the Rich Eisen Show. And you're back. I'm excited. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Pretty dropping back. I can't talk enough about the boys and how incredible the piece he's been for us. The Rich Eisen Show. I appreciate the time. At Fred underscore Warner on both Twitter and Instagram. Earlier on the show. Bengals running back Joe Mixon. Coming up. ESPN NFL analyst Matthew Hasselbeck. Senior writer for the MMQB. Albert Breer. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen shows on the air. Already had a great chat with Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. Andy Reid is talking right now, and I'm sure he's giving detailed information as to how hurt Patrick Mahomes is. Absolute detailed information. I have some information. What do you got? Uh, Andy Reid told reporters that everyone will practice today, including Patrick Mahomes. There you go. Said he did well in the morning walkthrough. Expect him to be a full participant in practice this afternoon. But, quote, we'll see. We'll see. He didn't call it a limp through, did he? Walkthrough. Huh. (laughs) Okay. This is information. (laughs) We're getting information. Albert Breer will join us in hour number three for more information. But joining us right now on the Rich Eisen Show is one of my favorite people. I've, I got to know him in the early years of NFL Network, for sure. Uh, and, you know, Peyton Manning is not the only member of the worldwide leader in sports uh, analyst team. I'll conclude him on it with his Manning cast to have been drafted in the 1998 draft. No, no. Cannot forget the sixth round choice of the Green Bay Packers in that draft. And he's number one in my heart. His name is Matthew Hasselbeck, and he's back here on the Rich Eisen Show after a very long absence. How you doing, Matthew? What's going on? Hey, what's up, Rich? I thought you were going to talk. I thought you were going to say Randy Moss, class of '98 draft oh. as well. Oh, oh, really? That's right. I forgot about that. No, I'm focused on you. This is all. It's all okay. about you. Did you get a call yeah, from Holmgren? Peyton Manning, Ryan yeah. Leaf um, draft one okay. two, and I was uh, one eighty seven. Randy was in there somewhere. He fell uh, a little bit in the first round. Right. Still has a chip on his shoulder about it, as we learned last week on our show. Um, <laughs> you know. Did you get it's a call? Tough. Did you get a call from Holmgren that day? Your phone rings and it's it's Mike saying you want to be a Green Bay Packer. I, Is that what it was? I got a call from I got a call from Andy Reid, the quarterback coach no for the Green way. Bay Packers that year. Uh huh. Yeah. What do you say? It was a great call. What'd I had say? a landline phone, you know, with like the little squirrely, you know, like the uh, <laughs> the wire, you know, the 
Sure. The squiggly thing. Yeah, right? the squiggly but thing. We also had one other. We had other one other phone. It was a cordless phone. Oh. Okay. And so, like, when I took, I got a call. I actually got a couple calls. Like Matt Cavanaugh called me. I think he was with the Baltimore Ravens at the time. Sean Payton called me. He was with the Philadelphia Eagles as the quarterbacks coach at the time. Both those guys said the same thing. Hey, we're not, this is during the sixth round. Hey, we're not going to be able to draft a quarterback. You know, I want to draft a quarterback. They're not going to let me. But I want you to know. After the draft, we want you to sign as an undrafted free agent. So I was kind of like, well, shoot, man, I guess that's okay. Well, while, while Sean Payton says that to me, I had, we had, uh, it was like a newer phone. We had call waiting. Call no, waiting. Call. <laughs> wow. And it says like, who, it says like, who's calling? And it says Green Bay Packers. So I'm like, to Coach Payton, I'm like, uh, Coach Payton, you know, can you hold on one second? I'm getting a call. <laughs> and the, the next call I get, it's actually a scout for the Green Bay Packers. He's like, oh, please hold for Andy Reid. So Andy gets on the phone. Long story short. Andy's like, hey, look at the television right now. I'm looking at the ESPN ticker. Mm -hmm. I see my name. I freak out. I throw the cordless phone up. I'm celebrating with my family. Totally forget to go back to Sean Payton on call waiting. And uh, I had actually forgotten about it until about two years ago. I saw Sean Payton. He came on our, our Sunday countdown show, and he was like, He's like, hey, you remember like hanging up on me and never coming back on call waiting, you know, back at the draft? Like, oh man, now that you mentioned it, I do remember. I was sorry, dude. Like Andy Reid called, I was just so fired up. I, uh, my bad. So it's like the Geno Smith, you know, they wrote me off. I just never wrote back. Uh, that's basically <laughs> it. You just never, you never clicked back. You never clicked back. <laughs> You, you know, and honestly, I never, I, I didn't even it. know about it. Like, I was so shocked to get drafted. Mm -hmm. Number one, I was shocked to get drafted. And secondly, I was shocked to get drafted by such a good team. Like, the Packers were coming off of their second consecutive Super Bowl. Their quarterback was about to win their third MVP. Like, they didn't need a quarterback. They weren't on a list of teams I thought would even draft me. They had a ton of guys. And, uh... Yeah, I'm psyched. It was the best year I ever had. Mike Holmgren was an incredible coach. Obviously, Favre was the starter. But the the, the backup at the time was Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. And, you know, I, you know how it is in these meetings as a rookie quarterback, probably like it was for Brock Purdy to start out the season. Right. Like, you're just sitting there while they coach the other guys. You're not allowed to talk. You just, you know, you just shut up and take notes. And so, like, what I would do that rookie year, I would write down all the questions that I would have asked if I was allowed to ask Andy Reid or Mike Holmgren a question, um, and I would write them down. And then I would try to ask Doug Peterson as many of those questions as I could from the walk, uh, from the quarterback room to the locker room, which is a good, it was kind of a long walk. But um, and that was really, I would like to say that's when Doug Peterson got his starting coaching. I'd like to take a little credit for that. <laughs> I love, I love it. I love. <laughs> that whole story matthew i love all of it uh matt hasselbeck right here on the rich eisen show let's talk purdy um you know he he got named as a finalist for rookie of the year um and he we all know what he's done uh what what do you make of of him um and fully know that uh your long lost hasselbeck brother chris brockman thinks he's a product of the system more than anything else right now. Ooh, so be careful. Uh, be careful. Okay, where, where do I start? Finalist? Did you say finalist? Yes. Because it's the, they're, they're I mean, all, but, the, yes, there's three of them. There's dude, Kenneth Walker, Kenneth there's Walker, Garrett Wilson, and him. Nah, who? Garrett Wilson? No, yeah. well, listen, I love those guys. I love them both. But Brock, how do you not give it to Brock Purdy this year? 7 0 as a starter. 
Like he's playing on eight start. He's a starting quarterback in the AF. Sorry, the NFC Championship game. Please, he's he's absolutely crushing it. That dude is playing so well. Sure, like is it is it? Uh, does Kyle Shanahan deserve credit? More credit than he's getting? Yeah, he does. Uh, I would even argue another class of '98 draft class, Brian Greasy. He deserves a lot of credit. This dude came from the broadcast booth calling college football games. And now he's co- he's the quarterbacks coach in the NFL. Like I don't think people realize like when you're calling college football games, mm. you're not really like all the way into the NFL. And like when you're calling NFL games or you're doing like NFL type stuff, you're not really all the way into the college game. So like I have a ton of respect for the job that Brian Greasy. You know, you see what they have sixty six starting quarterbacks across the NFL this year. Most teams that had to go to their second or third guy fell flat on their face. Like, go ask the Miami Dolphins how easy it is to play with your third-string quarterback. Go ask a bunch of these other teams. The San Francisco 49ers are playing better right now than they were to start the season with their – I mean, it, I'm so impressed with, with all of it with, 40, with the 49ers. It's uh, – and, and Purdy is a great story, one of the best stories of the year. So let's spin it forward. What are the Eagles? Uh, I mean, we just saw what they did with Daniel Jones. I mean, his carriage turned into a pumpkin literally on his first drive. What do you think Purdy's challenges here with Philadelphia in this NFC Championship game, Matthew? Yeah, Philly. Philly's a complete team. I mean, that's why San Fran's, you know, leaving on Friday, traveling to Philly. You know, this game would be in California, but it's – Philly earned it during the year. They're kind of they kind of limped into the playoffs just a little bit, um, but no. Listen, Philly's Philly's a great team. You know, we talk a lot about Jalen Hurts because I think that's one of the biggest surprises of the year. Him going from like a, so many questions, like is he a franchise quarterback? Is he going to be the starting quarterback? To now the new question is, should he be the MVP? And I would I would I kind of think like if he had stayed healthy the whole year. You know, he's right in that mix with Patrick Mahomes as MVP. But, no, they're a complete team. Their defense is – I really am a huge fan of Jonathan Gannon, the, the Eagles defensive coordinator. Um, they, they, have a, they have a vision for who they want to be. I think the best thing the Eagles have done, though, they have, they have surrounded Jalen Hurts with a scheme that absolutely complements his skill set. And they've also gone and gotten the players – to help him then go and be successful. Like the signing of A.J. Brown, for whatever reason, I don't feel like it got the attention that it deserved. Mm. A.J. Brown, to me, is the Derrick Henry version of a wide receiver. (laughs) He kind of makes everything go. He helps Devontae. He helps Dallas Goddard. He clearly helps the the quarterback. And then then with that offensive line that Philly has, like if you have to honor those three guys, those two receivers and that tight end, then they they will run it like they, they they'll run it for almost 300 yards on you like and you have to honor honor the quarterback in the quarterback run game as well so this is just a huge matchup great quarterback weekend great great games uh, i'm sure you agree no doubt matthew hasbeck from espn worldwide leader in sports 18-year veteran right here on the rich eisen show did you ever play with a high ankle sprain matt Everyone? You know what I did? You know, back when I played, I don't know if they had invented high ankle sprain. <laughs> I just remember like you hurt your ankle, right? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm half kidding. Uh, I'm half kidding about that. But you know what? There, there are things you can do for the ankle. And like, I would just say this, just like, you know, I'm not a doctor, but like I got hurt a bunch in my career. I was, you know, backed up Andrew Luck and Brett Favre and guys that played hurt a lot. 
I would say this. This is sort of like the thing that I would say to myself about like, because even as the player, you don't know if you're going to play the next game. You don't know how you're going to be, you know, if you're healthy enough to go. If I was able to finish the game, though, I would say there's a very good chance that I'll be able to start the next one. You know, like let's just say it's an ankle sprain or something like that. But if say, say I got hurt to the point where I wasn't able to finish the game. Now I'm sort of, I would think of myself more as doubtful to start the next one. So I say that, like, I saw, I saw Patrick Mahomes finish that last game. Mm-hmm. He was exceptional at some things. There were a couple things that bothered him. It was kind of unique. Like, obviously, like, runs to the left where you're planting on your right foot to kind of naked bootleg away, that's a problem. Um, another thing that was ironically a problem for him is quick wide receiver screens to the right. Yeah. For whatever reason, like catching the shotgun snap and then doing that quick, like, you know, shortstop, second baseman, like flip your hips, turn two, kind of wide receiver screen, that seemed to really, really bother him. And the throws weren't very good. But uh, but he clearly can throw the ball downfield, and Andy Reid has enough play calls to figure out uh, what, he, what he's healthy enough to do. Yeah, I saw Collinsworth was on that one, right? Like as soon as he threw it out to his right, Chris is just like you could see – he hitched it. He 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 didn't get it out to his right because um, he, he, obviously there was a jolt that came from his ankle. So you don't, but you don't think that's going to be much of a factor then on Saturday. No, because here's, here's what happens, Rich. Here's what happened. I did this a bunch with Mike Holmgren. Like I'd have an injury, right, mm-hmm. and I'd go through it, and he'd say, you know, it's that big Andy Reid coffee, right? You know, you know what it looks like. It looks like a Waffle House menu, right? And, <laughs> right. and you basically say, he says, okay, what on here? Um, what on here hurts? Like, what hurts? And I would say, okay, any naked bootlegs to the right, they really bother me. I can't do it. But, hey, I can do naked bootlegs to the left. He'd, he'd just take a black Sharpie and he just cross them out. <laughs> he just cross them out. And so I think what Patrick's going to do is like, hey, coach, you know, under center, any runs to the left, like, they're really hard for me. You know, they're hard for me. But shotgun runs to the left are great. And so, like, I think they'll, I think they'll have a little, like, uh, plan to to call plays around the injury this happens all the time with wide receivers let's pretend it's a wide receiver with a right ankle sprain mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. all your slant routes are going to be run from the left side any in-breaking route is going to be run from the left side any outbreaking route is going to be run from the right side and so like as a defense like honestly you're playing defense for a reason you're probably not as smart as the offensive guys <laughs> a little offense defense humor there but like after a while you're like Oh yeah, he's running all the routes he normally runs. He's running comebacks, he's running out routes, he's running in routes. But if you really studied it, it's like, you know what? All his in routes are from the left side. All his out routes are from the right side. So we do that with wide receivers. Andy Reid is certainly smart enough. Patrick Mahomes is certainly smart enough to do that uh, from the quarterback position as well. Okay. All right. You're making me smarter, Matthew. I feel like my brain is growing right now. All right, so but wouldn't Lou Anarumo? Can he suss it out like mid first quarter? Mm. Can he suss out it, what he, plays are out and what plays are in and what he he's doing? Can can that happen? Well, like even if even if you know, like there's still this this wow factor for Patrick Mahomes, right? Mm-hmm. Like even when you like if you're watching the last game, you're like, oh look, the guy's playing on one leg. You can't do anything. What's the next thing he does? He does a jump pass. You know, what's the next thing he does? He scrambles on third down and runs it up in the middle for a first down. It's like there's just a wow factor with the great quarterbacks of the game. And and I would put really – I would put – 
all three guys, and and right now I think Brock Purdy is just hot hand. He almost doesn't know what he doesn't know. All four guys um, are really, really exceptional this season. And so, you know, like, I don't know, like, oh, well, Patrick Mahomes can't do this. It's like, oh, yeah, watch me. I'm going to do it. And, and I kind of feel like uh, for these defensive coordinators, you know, I work with Rex Ryan on Sunday Countdown, and it's hilarious to hear Rex. Uh, talk about what he would do as a game plan because he's very, very confident. And he knows what he would do. And he's very like clear what he would do. And then every once in a while, it'd be a guy and he's like, he'll just throw his hands up like, ah, yes. I mean, there's nothing you can do. Like, there's literally no defense for what just happened. And I kind of think that that's what Patrick Mahomes is as a quarterback. Well, I'm looking at him right now. Uh, he's talking to the media as we're talking, Matthew, and he's taking questions from the right and he's taking questions from the left. He's standing at the podium. Um, you know, it looks like he's, he's not he's not leaning to one side. He looks good to me at the podium. You know, and he's he's. Well, a- let me say this. Let me say no. this, Rex. Uh, or sorry, Rex. It's okay. It's, it's okay. I got got you mixed up with Rex Ryan. It's, Rich and Rex. I'll accept it. <laughs> uh, I've been to those walkthroughs. You know, like everyone's like, this is like breaking news because he had the walkthrough, mm-hmm. and like half the guys don't even tie their shoes for the walkthrough. <laughs> like it's literally a walkthrough. You know, like some coaches like it's a little more up tempo. They'll call it a jog through. But even at the jog through, yeah. Literally, like guys aren't even tying their shoes. So that that tells me nothing. What I really care about is I want to hear what happened after practice. Mm-hmm. And now the press conference is before practice. So, you know, right. I still think we're in wait and see mode. Yeah, he says it's feeling good to go is what he's saying right now. Matthew Hasselbeck here on the Rich Eisen <laughs> yeah. Show. Yeah. I know, right? I know, exactly. In <laughs> yeah. Crocs. In Crocs. <laughs> um, so you mentioned the wow factor for Mahomes. Uh, I, I guess that the wow factor for uh, Burrow is the result, but you watching him, what's the wow factor watching Burrow, Matt, for you? Well, I mean, all these quarterbacks, but the combined record of all these quarterbacks that are left is 35 and two. And Joe Burrow of that 35 and two has the best record of them at 10 and 0, like in this last, you know, in this last run here. So Burrow to me is, is playing the best of anybody right now, like the best. If I had to say one thing that he doesn't get enough credit for Mm -hmm. is that his ball security in the pocket is so good. It's the best in the business. Watch him play. He will have two hands on the ball in the pocket. And like people are like, oh, so what? Big deal. What's that really matter? Huge deal. This dude's been sacked over 100 times in the last two years. He's lost like four fumbles. Four. And so, like, I think as quarterbacks, if you listen to Tom Brady or you listen to some of the great quarterbacks that have ever played, the guys who actually win, not the guys who throw for a bunch of yards, the guys who win, there's this mindset that, like, quarterbacks, some have, where it's just like, oh, interceptions are my fault, but fumbles aren't really my fault. Like, those are like somebody else's, somebody missed the block or something like that. Like, no, nah, dude, that, that's not true at all. Like, f- what hurts the team more, a sack fumble back behind the line of scrimmage or an interception that happened, like, 25 yards downfield? And so, to me, Joe Burrow... Yes, we know how explosive he is, how fearless he is, how fast they start in the first quarter. Like, we know all that stuff. But, like, the best thing he does is he never gives that defense a short field. He really doesn't. And and that is a major factor because some of the most fun guys to watch, Mahomes, Josh Allen, some like guys I love to watch, they, 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 they you know, I don't want to say it, but the ball security is not really the first thing that comes to mind. So what's your prediction for the weekend? 
Matt, what do you got? I think, think? Joe. I think I think Joe Burrow comes out blazing, starts fast, mm-hmm. and I think they get up big on Kansas City, and I think Kansas City mounts an epic comeback because that's just what they can do whenever they want to. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I don't really know. I don't know. I'm, I'm not good at uh, playoff predictions, as you know, Rich. Mm-hmm. But I would say that I, 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 I think this is going to be. Oh, I think you. you know what I mean. Like I would say this. Remember. <laughs> Was it last year? The Bengals and the Bills. Uh, sorry, the Chiefs and the Bills had that like epic playoff game. I think we all sat back and we were like, you know what? If that was the Super Bowl, then that would have been the best Super Bowl I've ever seen. You know, I, I almost feel like that's what we could say after uh, about this AFC game, this Bengals Chiefs game. Like, I, I just think it's going to be just such a great game. So, did you like, use your incredible. did you use your 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 hot mic moment as an excuse to get out of predicting right now? Is that what you just did? If you did, that's <laughs> well, next that level. Back, that's next level. You know, I didn't I didn't know I had a hot mic. Number one, but uh, what do you want a prediction? You, you, yeah, see, this is the thing, Rich. You would you're I you're a Sunday on foot- television on Sunday morning. Like you do the pregame show. Yeah, on so do you. Right. I do the pregame show Sunday yeah. countdown on ESPN. So right. like, we're like living the same life in yes. different parts of the like. I'm in New York City. You're yes. in L. A. Correct. It, it kind of reminds me of what my relationships were like with like guys who played quarterback in the NFL while I did. Yeah. So like, hey, I got a ton of respect for you. I know you're doing this thing. But like, <laughs> I don't get to watch you at one o'clock on Sunday because right. I'm playing at one o'clock on Sunday. Right. So it's kind of yes. So so we I don't know how you do it, but we do game picks on our show. Yeah, we do it. So do we. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we do good. it too. So, yeah. yeah. So I I, I got to put more work in, man. I got to find out how. Like I said, I got to find out. You know, sounds they just said like... the walkthrough went great. Okay, lottie okay. I want to hear how practice went. I want to know how I want to know how he wakes up tomorrow. I want to know all these things. Sounds just like Kurt so Warner. Kurt, Kurt yeah, Kurt, Kurt hasn't gotten all the information. That's what he does too. These you quarterbacks, man. Yeah, he hasn't got all the information yet. Like he can't do it just yet. He's not ready for it yet. Well, I so. could do it, but I, you know, rather than I want to give you like, I might change my mind by Sunday morning. You know, like, okay. uh, or actually, I think we're on later this week, twelve three. So it's kind of nice get to sleep in. Oh my god! Maybe take a little run around New York, dude. City, Teddy Bruschi, are you serious? Are, are you serious? Get a croissant. Are you serious? Like you, you, you only doing a three hour show. We're doing six. Matthew, are you serious? Well, you know, are hey, you really? sometimes less is more. Sometimes, <laughs> honestly, a six-hour show. Ain't nobody got time to watch a six-hour show. My <laughs> mom wouldn't even watch me on a six-hour show. You know, <laughs> six hours. When you go to the bathroom? How Come is on, Betsy man. doing? How is she doing? How's there? How's the whole fam? Everybody good? She's great. Everybody's great. You no, know, she'll she'll co- she'll always comment on my outfit. I don't know if like your family does this. Yeah, my mom will be like, fix your tie or um, okay, you know. Like, uh, oh, I love this shirt that you're wearing or, you know, I don't know what, you know, stuff. It's very, it's very fun. Oh, say, well, I, I guess that sounds it's nice, like though. Like one time, one time, my my IFB, like the earplug that goes in your ear. Yes. I know you know that, but if, if people don't know, <laughs> one time it was like hanging out loose, like like dangling there, like I had like a, like an earring or something. Yes. And my mom texts me and tells me, I, and I look at the people I work with, like not one of them, not Randy Moss, not <laughs> oh, Rex Ryan, not Samantha Pond, no one was in. Like I'm like, none of you guys are gonna say anything. Literally had like a ten minute conversation with Adam Schefter. I'm like, dude, were you weren't gonna say anything about this, like earring hanging out of my ear like ah you know i didn't you know i didn't want to be rude Uh, (laughs) i don't know man normally that have you lost the locker room Matt, i mean is that what's happening have you lost the locker room there already i mean gosh come on now good question just asking it's a a fair point now i'm insecure well don't be you got the you got the morning off sunday come on 
Come on, man. Three hours. Let's go. Come on. I come out of the smoke at 9 a.m. Eastern. You know? <laughs> Rich, who are you going with? Who are you picking? <laughs> oh, I haven't figured that out yet, Matt. I've got to look at the film. I've got to figure out the practice. Um, I, I well, chose Chad Henney. You know, they say anything is possible. Anything is, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I could do I could do the the veteran move and say, well, I chose the Niners and the Chiefs on Thanksgiving, so I've got to stick with it. But I'm 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 thinking of flipping. I'm thinking of Burrow versus uh, Eagles. You know. Borough versus Eagles. Oh, and by the way, uh, just so you're aware, uh, Mahomes just stepped down from the podium. He went to his left. What does that mean? Ooh. When he went to his left, when he stepped away <laughs> well, from the podium, he know, went to his left. You know how I'm really going to do my game pick if I'm, if I'm being totally honest with you, Rich? Please. I just want I'm thinking about which fan bases do I want to be in, in uh, Glendale, Arizona with for okay. Super Bowl week. Uh-huh. You know, so like, do I want Bengals fans who were pretty awesome last year in LA, by the way. Yep. Like Bengals fans, they showed out. It was pretty good. But then, like, could anybody really top the Eagles fans? Really? I mean... That's like, but then like, you know, the faithful, the Niners faithful. The Niner strong, gang. You know, Chiefs, Chiefs, they're just like the Patriots. They're just kind of like used to being down there. So what's your choice there? I'm curious. What's your choice there now that you're offending human beings and fan bases that, you know, get, get all riled up? What's your choice there? No, it's more, I, I'm not offending. I'm like, just more like complimentary. Oh, like, there you go. My like, bad. My you bad. Know, it's, they're, they're very different fan bases, though, right? Like, I, I know. don't know. Just, that's, that's what's going to go into it. I don't know if you have a favorite fan base or... No. No, um, I like them all. All 32. You know? I'm not very discerning, man. Politician. Thank you. You're a politician. Thank you. You're a man of the people. Kissing babies. That's all I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> say hi to everybody for me. Say hi. And that's very Saturday Night Live. Say hi to your mother for me. Say hi to the whole family. And say hi to everyone at ESPN. We'll see you soon. I will. Rich, Thanks you're this. a legend. By the way, just so you know, yep. like you still have a lot of Sports Center uh, pictures yeah. all throughout the uh, headquarters there. You're, oh, you're really? like a li- living legend, man. Will you snap one? Snap one. Let me see it the next time. Let me see. I will. Well, we shoot in the, we shoot in the seaport in New York City. I know. So next time I'm, I'm at next time I'm at the you know at Bristol, Connecticut, like the <laughs> like HQ, like okay. the, the house that Chris Berman built. Yes, I will go down there and I will. I will, I will shoot you some pictures. Oh. I might even put them out, uh, on, you know, online. I love on it. Twitter, as uh, they say. Do it, please. Okay. Do it. Say hi to everybody. Right. Thanks for the call, Matthew. You're the well, best. Bill. Thanks, man. There you go. Say hi to everybody there. There you go. Fantastic, Matthew Hasselbeck. Everybody. <laughs> there goes your brother from another mother, Chris. Very good. God, he's funny. I love that breakdown about what about this from the Mahomes and that from Mahomes, and you just that was interesting. Just take the yeah, take yeah, a yeah. sharpie and take those plays out. We will hear from Mahomes next. How about them apples? Yeah, baby. Okay, that's next right here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Roku channel and more. Don't go anywhere. Oh, look at that. That looks, that is it. Look at you two right there. For our radio audience, that's Brockman on the left. No, wait a minute. Nice. Yeah, man. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. The Rich Eisen Show from the Granger Desk right here in Los Angeles, California. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Patrick Mahomes spoke during the conversation we just had with Matthew Hasselbeck, and I, I was keeping an eye on it. I, I was hanging on every word that Matthew said. Um, and um, Mahomes looked to his right, answered questions to his right, he answered questions to his left. It looked like he was, you know, swaying a little bit. So that means it's at some point he was putting pressure on that right ankle. And then he, Unless he, he was on his toes. He walked away to, to his left. Now, what that means to me is that the exit to the room was to his left. That's what it means. To me. <laughs> All right, here's what he had to say about his ankle. Roll it. How are you? Um, I'm doing good, you know. AFC Championship week, ready to go. How's the ankle? It's doing good, you know. I've had a few days of treatment, a few days of rehab. Uh, excited to get on the practice field and kind of test it out uh, and uh, see where I'm at, but uh, it's feeling good so far. You, you express it. You'd start treatment the night after the game. Can you just kind of bring us through what that night was and then these last few days, what, what you've been doing? Yeah, I was able to do some extra testing just to make sure everything was good uh, the night after the game and then get a few things done uh, to help the treatment kind of start off. And then the next few days has just kind of been, I mean, all-day thing where you're just doing either treatment or rehab or watching film. And uh, I, I, I had to take Brittany to a few places with me so I can be around the kids a little bit. But uh, it's a full-day thing where you're trying to make sure that you're obviously prepared for the Bengals and the great football team uh, mentally and physically. He said that the okay. toughest injury he's ever had to play with was turf toe, that he had to walk around with his toes curled. That's what everybody says. That's what that's what caused Dion to retire. As you know, he's he has since had foot surgery. Yeah. Um, Didn't Jack Lambert have turf toe as well? Is that what? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what caused him to have to retire too. Right, look, man, it's just going to see what's it going to look like, and Romo will be the first to notice it. During the broadcast, I'm serious. I, I mean, and and I I found what Matt Hasselbeck just told us fascinating. That when he had an injury, he would go up to Holmgren, and Mike would say, "What what hurt? What on this play sheet that we call hurts?" And he would say, "Well, that one would make me go to this spot, and I'd have to lean on that part of my leg, and that's going to make it hurt. But I can do this." I. I you know, running to my left from under center, no, but from the shotgun I can. And then he would just take a Sharpie and just take it out of the playbook and then have 90 million other plays that he could run. <laughs> Good coaching. And you know whose staff Andy Freed came from? Mike Holmgren's staff. As Matt Hasselbeck said, when he was drafted by the 98 Packers, the guy who called him was quarterback's coach Andy Reid. So there you have it. There will be a bunch of plays that Mahomes will be able to run, and uh, we assume he will be terrific at it, and Kelsey will be open because that's what he always is, (laughs) and we'll see what happens.
Can we double team Travis Kelsey, please? I, I, I you know, it it How was hard is that? who who told it was Chris Long who told us the other day. It's just that he he and um and Mahomes run routes like or he runs routes for Mahomes and Mahomes gets in the ball like a a quarterback and and tight end group um accommodation rarely is able to do. Like he he knows where to go and knows where to wind up and and Mahomes knows where to find him and yeah. I mean, seriously, you don't think the Jaguars knew to stop Travis Kelsey? <laughs> I hope that was number one, item number one. I would think so. <laughs> I mean, he did have 10 catches in the first half, so maybe not. So here we are. Here's the one thing we have learned on this is that he's going to play. That, you know, Romo said at the end of the Bengals-Bills broadcast that on Wednesday, you know, if the high ankle injury is as bad as the one that he had, he'd be on crutches Wednesday. Well, he walked to the podium and walked away from it. He's not on crutches. He's going to play. That's it. The guy's going to play, and he's going to test it out, and he won't be stupid about it, and I'm sure the Chiefs will be conservative about it, and Andy Reid's got a million snow globe plays to call otherwise. I guess he won't be able to move laterally well enough to go ring around the rosy in, the, in, in a huddle, so they won't run that play. There you have it. Sharpie. Yeah, I, I, it's it. it just, and it's out of the playbook well, for the boy's, week. That boy's gone. And yeah. we'll see if we advance the Super Bowl. Let's see if I could just, hopefully it's a dry erase. And you can just put those playback plays back into the active bin. And I found that interesting. He says, well, if it's a wide receiver, then you just switch the guy from one side to the left. And again, Lou Anarumo is a defensive coordinator. And he'll, he'll peck, they'll peck up on it. They'll pick up on it if he if he has trouble going this way or that way or these plays that they they saw earlier in the season. They're going to do something else. He knows that this is their tendency. They'll break it. Man, I can't wait. But that's what I learned today. What did you learn, Rich? I learned Mahomes is going to play. <laughs> and also that the exit to the uh, room where they conducted these interviews was to the left. Unless there's a right door and he chose the left because he has trouble going to his right because of his right ankle. Okie doke. Can you look into that for me, please? Thanks. Sure. <laughs> What's the name of the Chiefs PR guy? Ted Cruz, my buddy Ted Cruz. Not that Ted Cruz. Is that Ted Cruz? Or no. Oh, C-R-E-W-S. Oh, like Terry Cruz. That's unfortunate. Got to change your name, right? Nope. It's a different spelling. Ted is a delightful human. Which one? C-R-E-W-S. I have not met the other. Got it. NetSuite wants you to know your numbers. If, if you are running your business without knowing your numbers, then you are not up to speed like 33,000 businesses are. Yeah, because what are you doing? Be, exactly. I don't really mean to be so aggressive. But that's the East Coast thing. Is like, what are you it. doing? No, I get What are you it. doing? I came in hot this morning, Rich. I understand. You won't rely on spreadsheets or outdated uh, software. Attica. You're you finance software. You're you're in charge of Rich Eisen Show HR. I don't it's even know what a spreadsheet we're on is. the air. Financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more. You get full visibility visibility and control of your financials when you upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. It's the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Don't you know? For the new year, NetSuite is a new financing program for those ready to upgrade it. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash Rich Radio.
when we come back here on the program, uh, a in my mind, crisis averted for the moment, although it, apparently the NFL still wants to do this, and I'm not terribly happy about it. That's in advance of Albert Breer joining us. And let's check your work, Chris. I have here in my hand 10 overreaction Monday um, theories that you threw in my direction over the regular season. Tossed them out there. And we'll see how, uh, how they stood up. All right. How did they stand up? That's next on this edition of The Rich Eisen Show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, one big happy family with our radio audience here on the Roku channel. Guess what? Um, What's that, Rich? You should not only just get the Roku channel to watch us, but a ton of other fun shows like Emerald Lagasse and his original series on Roku, original series Emerald Tailgates, right here on the Roku channel. He's going to be kicking it up a notch on all your favorite hometown recipes and cooking up the best menus for your postseason tailgates. He's got a new episode every Thursday leading up to the big game. And did I mention it's also free right here on the Roku channel. You can watch both of our shows on the Roku channel via Roku devices, the Roku channel.com on the Roku app on your smartphone or Amazon fire TV and select Samsung TVs. As always, you can catch my show right here on channel 210 and now catch Emerald tailgates and Emerald tailgates the postseason on the Roku channel, plus over 1,000 episodes of Classic Emerald on live channel 441. You don't want to miss it. You should do that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I was watching a lot of Tiny House Nation on Roku myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on the program. Hey, uh, Christopher. Hey, Rich. It's, hey. it's one of our most popular segments. Overreaction Monday. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Every Monday you come on this program and you overreact to stuff from the from the weekend. Just get to say stuff. Just get to say stuff. But deep down, you believe it's true. Uh, a little bit. It's not an overreaction if you believe it. Exactly. And I think you got a little bit of the Costanza in you. <laughs> you believe it. I do, a little bit. I mean, at the moment. At the moment. At the moment. At the moment. And so those moments have now long since past but i have 10 of your overreaction monday moments here now on the wednesday before the championship weekend i need nfl films music all right let's check on your work what do we got alternating between way off base and (laughs) eerily on target some of them are really bad week three here you go overreaction monday you said week three this is after the chiefs lost to the colts yeah. To fall to one and two. Uh-huh. We should be worried about the Chiefs after all in week three. 
But that was because after week one, I was like, oh, we shouldn't be, you know, because there was all that talk in the preseason about what is the offense going to look like? Remember they dismantled Arizona in week one? And it was like, oh, okay, we shouldn't be worried about the Chiefs at all. Well, they were two and one because they beat the Chargers in week two. And then they go to Indy and then they look awful. Everyone had the Chiefs as their survivor pick that week. Right. Including me. Uh, terrible. Okay. So we should be worried about that. Uh, I do believe I said at the time that I did see some things that would concern me, but I believe the Raiders were already 0-3. And <laughs> I might have uh, said that was an overreaction. And they're in the final four. Four so. weeks later, though, uh, week seven, you said Josh Jacobs will lead the NFL in rushing by the season's end. And guess who won the rushing title? That was a good one. Josh Jacobs, one of the Bam. few bright spots of the Raiders' season. But, of course... The Raiders uh, did not pick up his fifth-year option before, so he's now a complete free agent. Oh, baby. Uh, Where's he going to go? Great. I guess they could they could franchise him. They could. I don't know. But I think the, the only question is, does Tom Brady want him or not? <laughs> week three, here's another bad one. You were on a, you were on a roll in week three. Week three you followed up the, we should be worried about the Chiefs after all, with no team from the AFC and NFC West will reach championship weekend. <laughs> and we got one of each. We got one of each. What? Who, who, what were there, were those divisions just terrible through the first three weeks? Um, I guess so, huh? Well, I mean, the Raider, we, we, we realized early on that the Chiefs right. were 2-1 and one and the, the Chargers... The Chargers beat the Raiders week one and then lost week two to uh, Kansas City. And then week three, uh, they came home and got spanked by the Jaguars. Oh. And we already saw what Russ was cooking. And Russ was just like not going in the And the, right the NFC West, you were already down on the Rams. The Chargers didn't. I mean, nobody was looking good. The, the Seahawks were the looking Seahawks, good. Yeah. Don't forget the, the, the Niners started one and two. But to be a Final Four team, I was like, eh. Week four. All right. Week four, you came on Overreaction Monday and said the NFC East is getting three playoff teams. Damn. Damn. Did you have a crystal ball back there? (laughs) Bam, bam. Wish I would have bet that. (laughs) Damn. Okay. Well, the Giants, as we know, started off pretty pretty well. Yeah, the Giants, they got a hot start. But you threw the Cowboys in there with with Cooper Rush starting 2-0. Yeah, that was kind of the hot hot take of throwing that in the mix because Eagles started hot. Obviously undefeated. Yeah. Giants were yeah. hot. Uh, week eight. Week eight. Let's see what happened. Week eight. Oh, week the eight Denver eight. Broncos so <laughs> picked off Trevor Lawrence in London and actually won that game. Right. Week eight. You came on the air and you said the Broncos are going to ride into the playoffs. <laughs> A donkey. Maybe that's what they're riding. What was their record at that point? Uh, through eight weeks. I don't know. Don't forget, they beat the Niners on a on on that thir- on that Sunday night when Jimmy G had his first start and he looked terrible, right? I mean, Den- oh, they were three and five, so they were sort of like in the, yeah. they they ended a four game snide. You know what that Two was? Two of the losses in overtime. I, I felt they were Excuse right me. there. I got this. I you felt were, they were close. You were you were trying to wish I was. your fantasy uh-huh. quarterback into. Totally. Uh, viability. One 1,000%. You think that's what it was? That's all that was. He was utilizing Overreaction (laughs) Monday to hope his fantasy quarterback in Russ Wilson wasn't as terrible as he was seeing. He was was trying to uh, uh, come to existence. They win that game in London. They go to 3-5. and They have a bye week. And you know what they do after the bye, guys? They lose five in a row. (laughs) So (laughs) week 13, 
Week 13, we were already, how many weeks? Hold on, man, get this right. 9, 10, 11, and 12. We were a month removed from the Bengals' disastrous Halloween night loss to the Browns, and yep. you said the Bengals are the most dangerous team in the AFC, and I agreed, actually. That was week 13. Good on us. Week 10. Week 10. (laughs) This was after after they had won in Vegas. Matt Ryan reinstalled as the starter. Interim coach Jeff Saturday watched Ryan run 140 yards to beat the terrible Raiders. And you said, led by Saturday and Ryan, the Colts are making the playoffs. (laughs) 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 let's follow it up let's follow it up week two chris week two we don't even need we don't need to talk about what happened in week one utah give me two good lord you came on after the opener of the season and said no, the they just G- beat the Colts. The Jaguars. Well, they just beaten the Colts. Okay, got it. Yeah. So after week two, after right? Week two. You said the Jaguars are winning the AFC South. Well, because you predicted that prior to the season, didn't you? Wasn't that your I season predicted prior to last season? Because oh, okay. I actually thought Urban Meyer was going to be good. Oh my God! <laughs> You're wrong on that one. But I week nailed this two. one. Week two. Damn. Why By I- the way, guys, you know what they did after I predicted that? They lost five of the next six games. I know. But we all saw. We all saw, right? Oh, and then after they, then they boat raced the Chargers. You, you, you probably walked and around like, here. Hey, here we go. Like that gif of that guy stepping out of the Maybach, you know, right? <laughs> all right. Um, last yeah. two. Week 10. Week 10. Hold on a minute. What happened here? Got to get the context. Week 10. Uh, oh, yeah. They had just taken that. They had just beaten Buffalo. On that remarkable comeback, fourth and 18, one-handed grab by Justin Jefferson. The Vikings are the best team in the NFL and demand our respect. (laughs) That is your worst, maybe your worst overreaction of the season. That has to be, we saved the worst overreaction for last. Deserve our respect. All right, so what's your best? What's the best? Week five. Week five. This is good. Week five. This is the best Chris one. Brockman showed up on Overreaction Monday and said, we're headed for an Eagles-Niners NFC Championship uh, game. Damn. Take a bow, Chris. Well oh, done. Is, did that really happen? I don't remember that at all. What's up? <laughs> Wow! Better than the Jaguars take. That's pretty good. What was my? Did I say? Did I say yes to that? I don't remember. I'm sure. Uh, I think I probably said you that. Probably that's, said that's, that's reasonable. That's reasonable. Because I mean, after five weeks, we saw Jimmy G start to start, start to get, to get some, some traction. Right. See the Eagles were five and zero, oh, just Correct. killing everybody. Right, so. right, right. And who else was up there? The Vikings were doing well. The Bucks, the Bucks were right around five hundred. That was after the battle of the goats. Green Bay and Tampa Bay really didn't. Light our fire. That was right in the middle of Cooper Rush. But Niners, Eagle. Oh. Well done. <laughs> Excellent review of your work, it sir. It wasn't all terrible. Yes, you're <laughs> correct. It wasn't all terrible. <laughs> that is not an overreaction. <laughs> Very well done. I like it. Um, all right. Uh, Albert Bre- Brea. Brea. Yeah. He's going to join us.
I want to talk to him. Is it? Does it seem to you that it's taking longer to hire coaches than before? Yes. People are doing more. Wouldn't we nor- normally already have one? Everybody. Before championship weekend? We'd have no. all of them. Well, no, so we what's could- going to happen? It's, we're we're going to watch the championship weekend go down in the next weekend, and the bye week is when all these teams are going to get hired. Well, you, you can figure a lot of these teams are going to go over to some of these coordinators. Well, right? I think also, though, that there's a rule that you couldn't speak to people. While their team is? I don't know. Until no, because, divisional um, weekend was over. I don't know. I like you couldn't. I, I that's why we're gonna have Breer on to set. You know, make heads or tails of this. And then um, I've got uh, the coach of the year candidates. When we came on the air, it was five. Now it's down to three. Wait, the, what? The NFL announced five guys. I saw that. And also five MVP candidates. And then the AP only announced three. <laughs> what? Can we get on the same page or what? Come on, guys. Yeah. But I still got my top five coaches. My coach of the year list coming up in hour three with Albert Breer. And uh, so the Rich Eisen Show crack staff, uh, we have the video of Mahomes walking away from the podium. We do? Okay, here we go. Let's take a look. Let's, uh, whoa. Okay. Oh, nice little hop step. Look at that. And then, boom, he falls down. He falls down as soon as he's at the door. Oh, 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 oh. He's favoring. By the way, how about Harold R. Kuntz 3 having, the, having the, the presence of mind to shoot that video? Great job, Harold. Hold on yeah, one Harold. more time. Hold on, hold on. He uses a left foot to go down the sill. It was a nice little quick little step. Yeah, but that's like, I don't want to put any pressure on it. Really? Yeah. Let me see that one more time. Uh, just, yeah, he's there watching. you go. Watch Let's sure. see it one more time. He's like. Very careful to avoid the pressure. Hold on, hold on. No, I don't know about that. Is it a little hitch? You said it's a hitch? A little little hitch. I mean, a hitch is you go Fred G. Stanford, the two steps. I mean, he's 27. Let me tell you something. That's barely a hitch. And after what we saw the last time we saw him, the fact that he's walking like that is amazing. That's good. First step. One more look. One last look. One last look. He goes left, right, then left, right, left, right, left, right, left, and then boom, falls straight down. You think when the door closed, he's just like, oh, oh God, that hurt. Damn. <laughs> oh, that last 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> you don't get this analysis anywhere else. I guarantee you. Emmy nominated, TJ. Oh, yeah. Mark this block. Yeah, that's a good good segment for us. Oh, just hand us the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> hand us the trophy. Are we going to pay for that? <laughs>